0: Everyone at my talk is watching it, so let's talk This Is Us.
1: Hey, welcome to another episode of This Is Us, talking about This Is Us. <laughs> That's right. We're here. It's us. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. You can hear me on My Talk One on The Colleen and Bradley Show from noon to three, Monday through Friday. And and I'm Alexis Thompson, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 107.1, 530 One, five to nine weekday mornings. OK, so on Tuesday night, we had a brand new fresh episode. It is the penultimate ultimate Episode, which means the second to last. Yes. Uh episode Very exciting. of This Is Us. It was called Big, Amazing, Beautiful Life. Alexis. Yes, Colleen. Initial thoughts.
0: Surprising choice for the pen ultimate. I was expecting to see more of the characters and the layers of stories that you normally get, but we got it focused on Deja, Randall, and his family. Which, in the end, I really liked. I think they're going to... It's leading up to the finale that will be something about deja vu. Because we're already experiencing that as we go through some of the themes. Oh, girl, that is deep. You are right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) what Thanks, Colleen. You're welcome. We're done. Bye. Bye.
1: (laughs) Peace out. But it was surprising, though. I have to admit, as we're going through, I'm like, where's everybody else? Well, and I I thought the exact same thing. It was not that it was a bad episode. Mm. I don't want it to sound like I'm saying it was a bad episode. It was, like you said, surprising because I was fully expecting to get more in depth about kind of the grieving process that they were going through and see little glimpses of Deja. But this was very Deja forward. Mm -hmm. This episode was... But what I will say about it and the part that really touched me was how they were able to weave in storylines of all the other characters in a way that mimicked what Deja's life was like. Yes. So we saw we learned a lot more about Deja's backstory, but But occasionally you would get a glimpse of something that about Deja's story that mimicked part of the story about the big three, about, you know, certain characters. And what I appreciated about that and what I loved about that and what made this such great storytelling for me was, you know, it it, it kind of unifies everybody. You can come from a different socioeconomic status, from a different um, community racially. You can come from a whole different life experience and some of the same pains, the same griefs, the same issues will show up in different ways.
0: Like alcoholism. Like alcoholism, Um, exactly. And uh, you're right, I love it because it's just a little flash. We just saw a little bit of Jack, he's drinking. There's Kevin, he's drinking. Deja, there's drinking in her mom's boyfriend's past and her mom. And so there's all of that. But you're right. So they were there, even though Deja was kind of the central... Uh, piece there, but I have to say, as I was watching, I was feeling for her. I was feeling for her teenage mom. Their circumstances, the choices that they had to made, make the losses of their innocence. Her mom, a teenage mom. You learn later that she was in track and field. Deja, oh my gosh! One of the most heartrending moments was she's at drill team practice, mm-hmm. and the coach calls her up, and she's. You could see just like the bright light. She's so excited to be up there, and then the cop, cops walk in because they found. A gun in
1: her mom's car. And she knows oh. in that moment, she knows that this is about her mom. And here she was masking it so well yes. in that moment. And and that is something I think that is so relatable for people. If you have some dark story in your life, you have to put on a mask. You have to walk through life acting like everything's A-OK and stuff is happening behind you or, you know, behind that curtain, behind that veil that people are not aware of. And when all of those things collide, that's when your life starts to crash down. And parents can be so embarrassing. Uh, That's true. (laughs) In a number of ways.
0: (laughs) In so many ways.
1: But I love the way that they're making these characters have more dimensions. And we are the more they give us like a little bit more every week to understand. And then you go back in your mind, in your memory to other things you've seen them, them confront in other episodes and you start to have a different context for it. Yeah. This show is brilliant. It's just brilliant.
0: It really is. (laughs) And even though we know the backstory of Deja now, what's next? Because the end Oh, my word, when the mom has to make the choice that she
1: needs to leave and leave Deja with Randall and his family. Because she can see right there, because now she's smack in the middle of Deja's other life. She sees that Deja has such a wonderful shot at a great life with this family. And she knows that she's not capable of giving Deja what they are able to give Deja. And she has to make that choice And I think she thinks she's making the most loving choice yes, to give her daughter at this, you know, kind of preteen, you know, early teen age, the shot that she didn't get to have. And And how different she was there.
0: Oh, my gosh. She kept going, oh, she's so happy. And you know, she doesn't have to worry about a lot of the things about being evicted and where there'll be food and water.
1: None of that. She's taken care of. So, um, okay, let's just like really quickly, though. Can we sprinkle in like a little spot of humor? Let's
0: lighten it up. Yes, for a little
1: bit. One of our favorite parts. <laughs> yes. Well, especially you, because Alexis, you are like the expert at dad jokes. I love dad jokes. Randall is such a dork, and you and I. It's such a lovable aspect of his personality. He was rocking the dad jokes.
0: Oh yes, because <laughs> Deja goes up to the room that she's you know sleeping in before when she was staying with the family, and he walks in and realizes it's been a really hard day. I mean, he
1: just they just found them on the side of the street sleeping in the car. Right, because they'd been evicted from their apartment
0: yeah so now she's there her mom is there she goes up to her room and randall comes in and the plants he makes this joke about them being droopy and then a beyonce like they needed water they need life and Mm -hmm. oh just a
1: moment of just fun and then of course back to the tears and then back to the tears (laughs) and this was on the crybaby scale oh I'm gonna say I was at about a solid eight at this moment uh, Deja is recalling a conversation she had when she was in foster care with a fellow um, a fellow person who had found a child who had found themselves also displaced in, in, in foster care Yes and the conversation, was all about counting the beds you've slept in. And and the, how
0: many of them. The other thing, real quick, before we oh, play yeah. the clip, I was just thinking about this. When she's listening to her friend Raven talk about how many beds she'd slept in, how brave it was of Deja to say, you know what? We're being abused in this foster home when she, Raven said, look, we didn't have to tell anybody and right. we could have been together. Right. Oh, my gosh. Just whoo. Yeah. There's so many. I'm getting Crybabies. Goosebumps. We were crybabies. Yeah, I'm with you. Eight, nine, eight and a half. Yes. <laughs> yes. On the crybaby scale, about an eight and a half. So Deja's on the bed. Randall's next to her. And he's asking her what her thoughts are.
2: Thinking about how many beds I've slept in already in my whole life. It's a scary thing to think about because the number's pretty high. remember a while ago you told me I reminded you of you. Do. That was kind of weird to me, honestly. Because he seemed so different from me. <laughs> it just didn't seem very deja vu to me. But then I started thinking, isn't it weird how everyone goes to sleep at night? Like, everyone in the whole planet. All these people, people I'll never know. Some are poor. Some are rich. Some sleep in beds. Some sleep on the floor. But at the end of the day, everyone sleeps. And I guess if you think about it hard, you no, know, got other stuff Everyone's got too things that hurt them, things that make them feel better. Anyway, I don't know if that's deja vu, but that's just what I was thinking about.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's so simple, but so true. It is, it really is. Okay, so now we are left. Wondering what the heck is going to happen next week. Oh my gosh. We got to talk preview. about that preview. Um, it's going to be the wedding episode where Toby yep. and Kate get married and everybody's coming together to celebrate this event. And we saw in the preview a flash of the face of an older Jack.
0: Old Jack! What is going on? I have no idea it was great to see him that way because then Rebecca was you know she's older too now at this point, so to see them together and wait what does he say to her again i can't even I can't even
1: remember because oh, I was time so stunned ah. Oh my gosh! What's it's, happening? Is she having a hallucination? I think you know. Here's what I'm gonna. I, I, there's no way they're not. They would jump the shark if they tried to like pretend like he faked his death and he's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So that's not gonna happen. But, but I I I wonder if there's two things I've sort of worked through in my head. One, she's imagining what it would be like to have him there, right? To see his daughter the get married. Or, right. Or, right. That's one. Two. Maybe she has some sort of medical event. She's sick. And she's having kind of an out of body. Yes. Uh, listen, I don't Ooh. know. I'm just speculating. But um, I, I think I can speak for both of us when I say we can't wait. Yes. And it's going to be the season finale. And we will be right back here talking about This Is Us again next week. Thanks for joining us today. Bye, friends.